This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for joining the award-winning To Holland Back podcast starring your host, Nathaniel Witto. And tonight I'm joined by Will, Tom and Les of Whole City Kits on Twitter. We are proudly sponsored by Old Zoological Bar and Kingfisher. So, uh, Will and Tom, are you excited to talk about kits this evening? You got through that quickly there, didn't you? I'm excited to be torn apart by Les about kits. (laughs) After what happened last week, I just wanted to get through the intro as quickly as possible and move on to another very exciting episode. So, uh, Les, uh, you are of the, is it the Footy Kits podcast? Yeah, podcast. Um, uh, Yeah, and and as well, Hull City Kits, that's been going since 2011. Um, I wanted a vehicle where I could talk about City that wasn't political, because I do an old Unbedenked podcast. I got a bit worn down by the constant political state of the club rather than talking about football and I thought well polyester's not political and a lot about football kits I'm going to write a website cataloguing everything I'm sure you could make polyester uh, political I'm sure, you know the fashion industry oh, is one of the most oh, it contributes the most out of most industries a lot to global warming and that sort of thing so I'm sure you could I'm, I'm quite sick of politics at this current moment in time yes I agree uh, so um well <laughs> I, I, before we go into our top tens because that's what we're here to discuss um what do you I'll ask everyone what do you look for in a football kit because whenever I'm watching a match with my stepdad and I say oh that's a good kit he just says is it? I don't care. It's just colour. So, you know, what are our, you know, sort of theories about what we want from a football kit? I want to make like it to look good. Okay. I like that. I like that. You know, so it's more the style over the practicality for you, Will. Well, as a person who doesn't play football, yes. 
Mm-hmm. I imagine yeah. if you're a footballer, you want it to be a, a something that's easy to sort of wear. It's not too uh, distracting. It's uh, it's a use, useful, essentially, is probably the best way to put it. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Tom, what, what's your sort of uh, go-to um, type? I think... I think there's like certain kits that look a good simplistic, but then there's other ones like, for instance, like the Nigeria, the one from 2018 that look a jazzy and they look really good. I think I mean, I, I'm quite sort of like torn between the simplistic look and then the sort of the outlandish, like outwear sort of look. But in terms of like the whole city kits, I think the the, the simpler ones are look, look more stylish, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Les, you're sort of the expert. So uh, what do you think about it? If it's a home or a wake it, I want to instantly recognise the team that's playing if I turn the television on. You know, what I want, and, and not just, oh, well, that's an Ajax kit because it's white with a red band, but no matter who it is, you know, professional English club, you should be able to go in and pull, look, look at the game that's on and go, oh, yeah, it's Crew Alexandra, that's Norwich City. I think instant recognisability. Not so much mm-hmm. with their kids. You can do what the hell you like with them. That's the whole point of them. But to me... Um, uh, one of the factors I'll apply against Hull City kits is does it make us look like Hull City or could you mistake us for somebody else? And I think it's just a, a real critical acid test against any kit. Mm. I think that's a very good sort of uh, summary there because for us it surely is easier than most clubs. You mentioned crew, they're just in red. How do they differentiate themselves from anyone else? Should you know? Arsenal was- do it with the white sleeves quite well, I think. The, the 2012-13 season, Yorkshire TV did like a really brief montage of the best Hull City goals. And towards the end, they included a Wolves goal. And it's like, <laughs> they just looked at the kit, didn't they? And they thought, that's Hull City. And I, that's so, yeah. one of the reasons I prefer Stripes, because it's our look. We own that look, really. Yeah, it's like us and maybe, there's Wolves and maybe Cambridge United is maybe a stretch you could mix us up with, and that's about it. Yeah, Barnet at one point, but they mix it. Yeah, maybe Barnet, yeah, I suppose. Mm. Mind you, it was just a year or two ago when we were signing Mm. Timothy Lotutala. I think a French journalist got us confused with wolves because of the the badges. And I suppose, you know, wolves, tigers, that's a thing. And mentioning about tigers, Les, you you wanted to talk about sort of your opinion on how people discuss us being the tigers perhaps a bit too much. So do you want to just elaborate on that? Yeah, um... It's just something I think of. Um, when I compare us to other clubs, we've got a fantastic nickname and wouldn't want to change it. And, you know, the genesis of that came from the black and amber shirts. That's brilliant. But I sometimes think we get a bit too giddy with it as a fan base and overcook it. You know, like grown men wearing face paint as tigers and wearing hats with their tigers. And you think, well, Millwall don't wear lion masks and Crystal Palace fans don't dress like eagles. Why Why do we go that far with it? Why can't we just... And, and it got even worse when the name change happened and it was, was a possibility. And I just thought, come on, it's just a nickname. It's a great mm. nickname, but I just think yes. we take it too far. Yeah, because when you're playing someone like Swansea and you can just imagine what their like, motivational pre-match videos are going to be, people in parks throwing bread out into the pond... Like you compare it to mauling and, and tigers and hunting and, and no, I'm, no problem with mole by the tigers because it's funny and it's ours, it's uniquely ours and it winds people up and so that's why we should keep doing it. I've got, I've got no problem with it. But um yeah, I just I just think overall I think we just need to kind of calm it down a, a little bit with the nicknames. Just the nickname. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, before we go into our top tens, I've noticed that no one's got the current uh, Hull City kit, you know, from this season. So I think maybe just uh, talking about some of our favourites. This is one of my least favourite Hull City kits ever because I just hate the how the the back of it is completely black. I think we should be stripes on the front and the back. So I just yeah. wanted to mention that. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's like, on it. just I don't know if it's just me. But when I, every time they come onto the pitch, even though I've seen the kit that many times, I still think, I look at it, I think it's in a way kit. I don't know why. I look at the back. Yeah. So I'm sat in East End when the players obviously lining up and I'm thinking, this is an away shirt. Obviously it isn't, but it's, I just, that's one of the reasons I don't like it as well. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. 100%. It's no 95 sort of, 995 fake Tiger print shirt, but it's not awful, I don't think, but it's not amazing either. I think it's not. I don't know. I've not, I've, I've not bought, I've not bought yeah. it yet, but... Apparently the quality is not that great as well. I mean, seeing a lot of people complain about the quality of the shirt. Like the the comes off. There's only, yeah. only one thing worth buying from the shop, and they're all sold out. And me and Les are wearing them. <laughs> yeah. Didn't I see I they're going to be sold in the in the shop in person now? Or, or did I make it up? There's people selling for loads of money online, but they're just going to be restocked. Mm. Mm. Well, if they've made their money, fair play. But uh, well, yeah, yeah, Les. Um, what are your thoughts on extra sort of, you know, uh, not shirt merchandise for clubs and, and jackets oh, and stuff? No problem with it. I think um, historically, Tiger Ledger, whenever it's had stuff that hasn't been made by the kit manufacturer, has been dreadful. You know, if you're buying like a t-shirt or a jumper, and it and it's the club have just found some manufacturer to do it. The quality is usually pretty poor. So I would much rather Umbra or Kappa be the people designing most yeah. of the stuff. You're going to pay a premium for that, but that's why you have a club shop, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, I, I think... find it funny when people say things like, oh, they've, they've got a third shirt and it's just to make money. It's like, well, are you, are you against the idea of a club shop? You know, should they not sell scarves? Because they are just to make money. Of course they are. But I just think I if mean... you're going to stop, I'd rather it be more kits. If it were like Napoli, where they do about 20 shirts a season, I get why people would complain then. But mm. three shirts is fine. Especially yeah. when our home and away are so similar. Mm. But then we are a club that doesn't really need to have uh, three shirts because mm-hmm. we very rarely use our away shirts even. We've been using it a little bit more this year, but that's because it's so similar. Uh, that's true. Really why does need have to come into it? You know, you, you could argue that you'd only need three items of clothing, but sometimes you want to wear something different, don't you? I think a bit of variety is good. I'd, I've never really understood that as an argument. Yeah, we don't need a third shirt, but why not? I mean, yeah, like you said, we definitely do this year because, oh. and, and I really like what we've done this season. I've suggested that before that we that we have an amber one, especially now because the Football League changed the rules a couple of years ago where if you had alternate shorts, they considered them part of another kit. So you they were basically said you can't have alternate shorts. But amber shorts are really useful when we're playing away at the black shorts. So to incorporate that into the away kit, I, I really like the idea. I think the biggest thing I've not liked about this season, and I, and I accept the argument that the stripes should be on the back of the home shirt, but I understand why they haven't because you've got an all amber away kit. But they've blackened the amber, and it's really obvious when you see people wearing the away kit. The pantone for the amber, when you look at it, is apricot, and it's quite a quite a bit darker than the than the amber we normally have. And I think I'd like that to go back to the brighter amber next season. Yeah, very well said. Shall we get into our top tens? I guess. Yeah, yeah let's go. Yeah. Well, well, who would like to go first? Because uh, I don't want to. I want to write down all our names and 
tick off the tens as we go on. So someone else go first. All right, then, Tom. So yeah, let's get your first one up, number 10. Um, interesting choice. Yeah, I think the reason why I went for this one is well, I've got it on the list anyway. Um, didn't want to put it any higher than 10, it's just because it's quite unique. I think the badge in the center, um, obviously the Bumber badge and the Hull City badge in the center. I like, I like the coloring. Um, and I think, you know, I think when you think of kits, especially as a whole city fan, you think of like iconic moments and that obviously the picture you got there with Minucho scoring that goal. It's obviously one of the uh, goals that kept us up that season. I were only away when that year uh, in the Premier League. So I think when I think of that share, I think of that moment. And yeah, I just like how it's unique. You don't often see the badge in the middle. So I thought, yeah, it's, yeah I like the share. Hmm. I'm going to pipe up and say I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hate it. Dark grey. Just not a colour you want to see in the kit. Just boring and uh, just too close to uh, black as well in the in the home kit. Uh, I just think it's kind of, especially like that Fulham game, a white kit and dark grey. It's just not vibrant on the pitch at all, I don't think. Maybe quite practical, but, you know. We're all entitled to our opinions on but. Uh, well, the floodlights at Fulham aren't very good, are they? So we didn't we sort of look a bit like ninja-y. Um, what irritated me about that kit was I, I saw the kit man of the time and I said, what are we going to wear at Newcastle? Because the, that away kit oh, had been released yeah. really early because people were wearing yeah, that at the final. And I remember saying to the kit man, what are we going to wear at Newcastle? And he just sort of looked at me like I was an idiot. And of course, we go to Newcastle and we have to borrow their away shorts and socks. And we're wearing this hideous Umbra Adidas mashup. And you think that that was incredibly avoidable. And I told you months yeah. in advance and they did nothing. Mm -hmm. So that I tend to, to remember. It for that I think that's moment. what that shirt is mostly remembered for, for the most part. I know Manucci obviously scoring that goal is a good moment. I think most people remember it for the kit clash, which I, I, I don't yeah. actually hate that shirt, but. It is a weird choice when compared to the other kits in terms of colour. For but I don't think it's about. I, 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 really, I just picked that one because yeah. I just picked it on because it's different. I just picked yeah. it because like it's probably the only different. We don't one often have a kit list, so. with the badge in the middle, yeah. which is always a rarity. I wouldn't mind seeing that return at some point, maybe. It almost looks like a leisure wear kit, so you know, as like as something to wear, a garment to wear. I think it's fine, but same as a match kit, I'm a bit ambivalent. Okay, uh, Will, do you want to upload uh, your tenth one? If I can just My find your number 10. Right. This is an iconic kit and uh, sort of com combined with a really iconic moment. So go on. Yeah. Um, so my number 10 is the, uh, the uh, was it 0304 away share, the all black bonus. On it, it's kind of, again, it's, it's a lot of mine are going to be tied with memories, to be honest. And this year, I mean, apart from being a share for a positive season, there's, and Ian Ashby obviously scoring that amazing goal against Yeovil. I think mean, I just like the simplicity of it. I like uh, the V-neck with the light amber on it. That design's going to come up a few times in my uh, list, to be honest. And I like the difference of having the shield around the badge as well. Um, it's 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 just a nice, simple, classic kit, uh, and it reminds me of good times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, good yeah, times at City have never really been better than an away win getting promoted. So yeah, I think that's that's valid. Uh, Les, shall we go to your uh, tenth now? Yeah, just just as a, as a counterpoint to to what Tom and Will have said, I'm I'm going to avoid 
kits that are associated with iconic games. Um, I think some people, when you ask them for favourite kits, they will they will respond like that. Or, you know, it, it's, they almost answer, "What was your favourite season?" But I've decided that I'm going to tie it to aesthetics purely, and and not to team performance, because I think a beautiful kit isn't ruined because by relegation. And a kit that's a bit shit doesn't become ace because you get promoted in it. So I, I just think that's a point that needs making. And I don't want, I don't want like, oh, well, we got relegated. Oh, Terry Dolan was the manager and the football was shit. If it was a good kit, I'm, I'm going to say, because I think, you know, if you've got designers like Umbro, Match Winner, Kappa, they've put all of this work in. It's not their fault if our defence is rubbish, is it? So right. I'm just, I'm just going to keep it. So I think it's valid if, if you're doing the iconic stuff, but I'm going to go just with the. I did. The I did very nearly put in the shirt from was it 19 sorry 2020 1990 2020 where we went down the west football I think I've seen in a long time and nearly put with the old tiger strips across the middle and mm. nearly put that out at the end of it. But um some of my favourite kits are relegation kits and so this one I think of the three of you have all got this one on your lists, but it's a Leslie's number yes, 10. This is popular. So it's the yeah. uh seventeen eighteen third kit? Mm. Or is it just the away kit? It's blue. Blue third with kind kit. of amber accent. I think it's, it's, really yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful kit. It's beautiful kit, isn't it? I think I think across the nine years of Umbro, so like two thousand and fourteen to twenty three, I think their output for City was great. They, they had a couple oh, of stinkers. Yeah. But overall, I think the, the the standard was consistently high. With the third kits, if you ask me this question. I'd probably give you a different answer tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow I would say the Deep Lagoon kit from 2019-20. Um, but I'm going to go with this one because I just think the shade of blue, it, it was dark, but it wasn't, it was lighter than navy. It wasn't too dark. It's quite neutral and it works with amber trim really well. So mm -hmm. this kit where it, it gave us a look we've never had before, but it also had elements of recognisably city in it because of the trim mm -hmm. and and I think oh, yeah. this was the first Umbro shirt where they were testing the waters for a Tiger Strike print because we had we had two kits where we were putting a Tiger Strike element and with this one it, it was a jacquard weave. Now I love jacquarding. I think it's a really premium feature and it's uh, sorry I'm getting hyper geeky now, but it's a feature you don't see much because sublimation printing is so much cheaper and so most brands would rather just sublimate it rather than put the jacquard in. I think it's something I, this shirt right I reckon. And you could go to a meal at Ask Italian or Tapasaya wearing this shirt, and they wouldn't tell you to get out for being a pog in a football shirt. It's that classy. It is classy, isn't it? That's the word. And yeah, you're right. It does sort of have that sort of shimmering tiger print, which is really nice. And uh, yeah, I think we had some good moments where, in that one as well. I forgot where I put it in my list. I think I put it like fifth. We'll, 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 we'll come to it. We'll come to it when we come to everyone else's list. Yeah. I've got yeah, all the numbers right. here. That's that's seventh for Tom. That's second for me. Well, so I really like that. Oh, one. Nice, and uh, tenth for Les. But we was well, gonna come to it. Well, come to like it, it. When you get to it. I'm a bit older I than you, so I've I've got a wider scope. Yeah. I suppose I've got minus slightly oldish compared to Monda. Hmm. I think the the earliest one I've got is 2013, and that's actually the next one. Mm -hmm. This is my tenth. It's the Steve Bruce promotion season, um, amber and kind of black sort of section on the top. Uh, so no stripes, but there was a kind of thin amber line near the top, and I just like that. This is one that uh, I mean, you can tell it's Old City because of the colours, and it does have a sort of stripy element, but 
it's kind of different. And uh, this is the first kit I ever saw us play in. I think that's, you know, a really important thing. This is sort of the first thing I remember City looking like. Uh, so I have to sort of compare it to that. And even though it's very different to pretty much every other kit we've ever had, I think that's kind of why I like it. And, uh, you know, it's just those early memories. So um, who wants to go ninth? Was it you, Tom, who had a... Yeah. went first? Tom. I've got so many images. I will find it. Here we go. It's um, some sort of season 2002 away kit. Black yeah. and navy. It was going for this one, 2003 third kit as well. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking for the kit archives and I was like choosing kits. I was like four at the time when this kit was out. So I didn't really obviously remember. But I just, I don't know. I think it's completely different to obviously something that we've seen. Um, I really like the. The design like the the white and the, the blue um, and the collar as well is really nice with the obviously the amber as well i really like that part and um, and yeah the sponsor obviously goes well with the kit so yeah it's good fundamentally good kit, i think yeah, the, yeah we've never used navy as a trim color like a contrast color before so that was like the innovative thing with that one i, I know this because I'm, I'm writing a book at the moment where i'm trying to catalog every kit and i, I only wrote that that one piece last week and so that's what stuck out for me that it was it was traditional yeah. all white but it had the new element of going with the navy as a contrast color rather than doing yeah. it black or mm -hmm. yeah. yeah uh will your number nine well we're going to stay in the same season um mm. very much because I, I went for the home kit from that period which again same 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 template pretty much but obviously different use of the colors um i love similar similar reasons i love the Use of the, the collars fantastic. I always thought it had really long sleeves, even the short version. And that picture yeah. sort of it with the learning. I think, um, yeah, kitchen that period of like, I don't know if it's just like because they're older, but they're, they're massive. I think, like, I got given like a large kit and it's like it's huge on the arms, like, just yeah, massive. Mm -hmm. Well, as, as, as a larger person, I very much like the larger kit, which I think is a, is a <laughs> yeah. That's the last, last. Oh, probably away one, which go was it? But that was the last season of us having a polo collar on a shirt, and I really wish we'd just stick a. Yeah, I don't know why I'm just there. It's been so long. I feel mm. we've missed the boat now. Capra aren't going to do it. No. Yeah, some yeah. kits that or some clubs just have it for like one year, and yeah, in the time I've supported City, we've never had one, so it's a bit of a shame. But I personally, I'm not really a fan of collars on kits. It's probably because I'm not used to it. it just seems a bit too smart perhaps for football too smart for football too smart. Well, i mean you're not allowed if you were if you went into a uh you know a pub as you said with a, a football shirt even if it had a collar on it's still not going to look smart enough is it so we'll try and put a tie on I mean, it maybe you say that there's a difference between going in ask and going in like body boat hmm. i don't know what that is but cool cool uh who, who, who's next is it just me it's 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 oh, there were so many images it's going to take ages okay so a bit of a controversial player i've picked to model this kit but we've got the 2013-14 home kit so the first premier league season under steve bruce we've got danny graham showing it off there um Chelsea a bit away, odd away. yeah uh man city away that's the, a uh, typical danny graham pose it's just missed it's it? very typical Honest, honestly yeah. that one might have been after he scored but it was ruled offside which is even worse i mean the one, <laughs> the one goal the one time he did score he didn't celebrate i know poor poor guy but uh, i think i just like the fact that the the uh adidas logo there is in the middle because i think an adidas logo in amber 
I'm not sure if I like that, and that would have had to be an amber to show up on the black stripe there. But as I was explaining before the episode started, I'm quite a fan of the home kits having proper blocky kind of thick stripes, and that is a perfect example of one of those. And I think we're all quite a fan of those uh, Umbo uh, or Adidas stripes on the uh, the sleeves yeah. there. The, the so big frustration with that one, it was the same template as West Brom had, and that that, that was yeah. a bit irritating. I think that was the biggest right. criticism of yeah. the Adidas years, is that they, they essentially gave us, the we just, we just got catalogue templates, but they were made black and amber. And generally, they tended to make better away kits for us than they did home. But when, when that came out, people were moaning about how much black was on the arm. Oh, it looks like we're wearing black armbands. But as soon as you put Premier League patches on, that complaint went away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, Tom, your number eight is another iconic kit. Yeah. Uh here's Dean Wendas scoring at Wembley. So obviously oh, yeah. good memories there. Yeah. Just are we just gonna skip over Leslie's number nine? No, it's okay. You can oh we've gone to eight. Yeah, sorry. I thought we'd done oh. Leslie's number nine. No, we haven't because three of us have got it in our lists. Oh, have we really? Oh, I'm yeah. I'm oh, awful. Yeah, well, we will be coming back to it later because a few people have mentioned it. So actually having it later on the show would perhaps work. So, yeah, Tom, thoughts on this one from 2008? Yeah, I, I think obviously it's tied with the iconic moment. Obviously, probably the most iconic moment in our history. Um, but apart from that, I think it's a very stylish kit. Um, I like the sort of uniqueness to it. Um, I think we're not often seeing sort of like... Um, kits throughout our history about the stripes or pinstripes as the home shirt and I think they nail the sort of like the the pattern across the side of the shirt and obviously across the top as well I like that that sort of style to it Um, so aside from being sort of one of the most sort of memorable kits from our history in terms of the Goldino squad I I like the sort of the style style of it Um, and it's why it's a kit I also found like about five years ago in in a charity shop in my size as well for five pounds uh, i was buzzing mm-hmm. really, it's really well made as well you know you, the, the construction of it's really good um yeah. you know we'd, we'd been used to brands that where the construction wasn't quite as good and of course it was the england template too so it's yeah, quality is really good yeah the quality is really good yeah. to share a template yeah. with england rather than stoke isn't it mm. yeah 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 absolutely uh will uh well uh, yeah i think that's just enough black on that one to make it look like our city kit because if you take that off it perhaps looks a bit wolves-esque uh will your number eight uh um yes uh a re- probably the most modern one i think i've got in my entire list it's obviously from his last season's away kit i love this shirt so much um i just love the use of the red harking back to the 80s period and obviously i mean you could argue a I imagine some people more cynically would say it's to do with the whole turkey thing, which I, I understand if they think that. But the the way it hacks back to those mid eighties sort of shirts, the old admiral ones, uh, I, when, I do like red on our kits, especially when the kit numbers at the back were red as well, made them look even better. Because I was worried they were going to have black numbers on the back of them, but they had those dark maroon. You can see in the background there the maroon on Seri just looks so nice that shirt. <coughs> I think I just sort of forgot about this one. The the best yeah, part of this is definitely the sleeve ends. That's the nicest yeah. part. And part of me thinks I'd rather it had more red on it or, or you know, that kind of pattern on the sleeve there was the entire kit. But I think we only played in it twice. Yeah. I, saw, I, I, I forgot, forgot about this one as well. I, I like the kit, but... Uh, you know, sort of you say you forgot about it, Tom. You put it as your number two. Have I? No. Yeah. 
Well, what? Yeah. Well, see, we might have had a bit of miscommunication there because uh, one uh, of the kits from last season was used in a previous year as well. So, oh yeah, yeah. So, so sorry, the uh, well, Gus. When we get to it, I'll tell you which yeah. one it is instead. Cause yeah, I think we know which one it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. Mm-hmm. That's, That's where that image is. Where we mashed up. Where. Um... Where we decided to wear it with the black home shot, but it worked, worked yeah. just as well. I think. Just just yeah. about the, the turkey point. I remember a couple of people saying, yeah. "Oh, have we done it because of turkey." You know, kits are designed eighteen months before they're released. And that, that was it. That's why I think it's still long it. before turkey show owners bought us. So it's you could it's actually nice coincidence. But some somebody from the club said to me, or they said, "Oh, it's the wrong red for the turkey flag." I was like, "Is, is it?" it? I don't know what the nuances of the of the red of the Turkish flag is, but they didn't see that and think of Turkey. So fascinating. Yeah. So do I get my number nine then, or have I have I have I lost it? Uh, you're you're number nine. We're going to mention that in a little bit, I think. Oh, three of us have got that. It's on two other people's lists. Yeah, I think there's quite a few. When we get further down, there's some really popular ones. Uh, I accidentally put it up just before, but Les, you're number eight. Yeah, uh, 2018 uh, Hunkett. Interesting, interesting choice. Hmm. Yeah, I reckon I wouldn't, wouldn't think I would choose this one. Um, I think this was my favourite because it it recreated a classic Umbro kit without hardly anybody noticing that's what it had done, while it's also been a contemporary and a slightly different use of the standard stripes. Now, I tend to call the bands on this twin stripes, uh, two thin stripes close to each other and that pattern appeared on our 2009 away kit the the fusion blue one it was it was embossed into it but here we used it as a as a print and it's essentially a color reversal of Aberdeen's 1993 umbro kit because Aberdeen started life in black and amber and then later changed to red but in 93 they had this black black kit with amber twin stripes on it and essentially umbro raided their archives and said oh we can color reverse that and it looks like a city kit so um i think often as well having black sleeves can really darken a kit but because the stripes are irregular in width and there's more amber it didn't um so and i also think raglan sleeves tend to fit better than than setting sleeves so yeah i really like this one mm-hmm. i really yeah. like the stripes on that one i i have quite strong negative feelings about this one we just I like the, how much black... these, yeah. yeah tom yeah, I like that it's going to be obviously on the sleeve where the, the umbra. I like that part of the kit, probably the bit more. So I like the style of that. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't like the amount of black and how the black sort of curves over the shoulders. It just looks too smooth to me somehow. But uh, yeah, I, I do like the I do like the thin stripe of amber in the middle of the black stripes there. That's that's a pretty good one. And then uh, we are going to mention the sort of the iconic blackout kit uh, later on. But for the moment, uh, my number eight is actually sort of the, the Amber Out uh, kit that we've got this season, which is the official away kit rather than the third, I think. We've got Jaden Fillage in there. The Lipricot Out, if you look at the uh, Pantone. Say, that, that does not look orange. It doesn't look Amber, no. sorry. It is very different. Uh, well, as you mentioned that, uh, I do have a very sort of disgusting element I like to think about with whole city kits, which is that... Um, do they look better at the start of the game or do they look better later on when the players have been sweating in them and they get darker? Have you just or, been or looking perhaps... at Aston Villa's kits recently? Aston Villa's kits? Do they play in amber or orange? No. no but do, do you know why Aston Villa's kits went wrong? I know somebody who 
Um, no, I don't know this. Who, who, who part owns a factory where they're remaking their kits. They've put 20% elastane in their kits to make them stretchy, but as soon as your elastane goes to that level, it stops the sweat wicking properties of the shirt. So the, oh, the players are sweating and it can't be dry. And that's why they all look like they've, they're, they're doing the, uh, you know, the bucket of water challenge. <laughs> that thing with sitting shirts looking darker tends to only really happen at the start of the season when it, you know, when it's, uh, you know, when it's still summery. That that's because mm. often they'll wear a kit in pre-season and it looks orange, but by the time the season started, it looks amber. Yeah, but you're right. Well, this doesn't look amber. It does look like it's been raining and the kit's got darker. I think. Like like it was mentioned before, I like the fact that we've got an all amber away kit because it means we're pretty much almost every game wearing our colours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, so uh, your number seven, Tom, we have mentioned, um, it was that lovely blue one, uh, so, yeah. uh, well, we can put it up again, um, do you want to just elaborate if there's anything that's not been no, mentioned? I, just, about I, that think, I think it's all, I think it's just like, I like how smooth it is, like Les made a good point, that it's a very smooth kit, you probably go out, you know, and put it to a restaurant maybe wearing it, but yeah, yeah I just, I just like, yeah, obviously, some some good way days that season as well, but in terms of the actual kit, it's it's probably one of the best blue ones we've done, um, in my opinion. Maybe mm -hmm. we should do that, do like the challenge, and then go in the bonny boat wearing it as well, and see if the reaction. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Not so... in there. You've not been in Nathaniel, so I nominate you to go in bonny. Yeah, I was about to say Nathaniel should go in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perhaps. Uh, oh yeah. So Liz, I had skipped over your number nine. It's also well, Will's number seven, and I'll just mention. It's my number six as well. It's the 2019 uh, away kit, which is the sort of reverse of an old classic. So, uh, well, Les, it's your number nine. Do you want to go first on why you like this yeah, one? Yeah, I mean, I, I came, I, I thought I'm not going to pick loads of black kits, so I'll go for one or the other. And I came close to choosing the blackout kit because it, it is ace. And I think City judged the blackout kit perfectly in terms of timing. We did it before it became pastiche with the first English team to actually wear one rather than it be released as, as leisure wear. But I just think with this one, because of the amber trim, it looks more like a whole City shirt, even, even as a completely distinctive away kit. And the, the collar, that like that twin trim crew collar, it, it, it makes the kit a reversal of the 1966 promotion kit. Whenever you see a, a photograph of Waggy and Chilla, the likelihood is they're wearing the 1966 kit. Mm -hmm. And this is like colour inversion. So I, I sort of like that it looks really contemporary, but it also looks like a classic city kit at the, at the same time. And if you want to go for Iconic, we absolutely take leads on the own patch in there. Oh, yeah. 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 Will, anything to add to that? It's pretty much the uh, similar words as Les has already said. It's, it's such a, a classic sort of design. Again, the sleeves with the Adidas, so the Adidas, the Umbra diamonds look just beautiful. And and it's funny you mention the uh, old 60s kit because I might be making an appearance later on, actually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, this was my number six, and uh, it's really smart, isn't it? Because uh, it's, you know, black, it looks less like a, 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 you know, sort of in your face kit. But then I, I like how the amber's on the, the sleeves and, you know, the logo, the sponsor as well, uh, and uh, the Umbro badge. And yeah, I think this is just really, really smart and put together really well and, and, and simple, but very effective. Uh, Les, I think it's time for your number seven. 
I don't know what... Before uh, I do, I'm, I'm going to yeah. give a fascinating fact about that black kit. Oh, the original right. design by Umbra had an amber sash, but the vice chairman vetoed it. I mean, it works as it is, but a sash away could be interesting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, so this this one's yeah. the the Nancy five to ninety seven third. Now, the biggest disappointment of supporting City in the nineties wasn't the relegations or or Terry Dolan's shit football. It was the fact that he couldn't buy this shirt. Um, there's a video of me on YouTube. Um, it's from ITV Calendar News the day Mark Haley got made manager, and I'm I'm outside the club shop wearing an AC Milan shirt. Um, I've always been a kit geek. Um, but I'd gone to pester them to see if they'd sell some of the player stock that didn't get used because I just thought this kit was fun, fantastic. Uh, what I love about it is, take away the, the shadow stripes. It's got like a thin, glossy and matte white stripes. It's just all white. There's no collar trim. There's no cuff trim. The only bit of colour is like the sponsor, um, the, the maker's mark and the crest. And, it, and I just... This, this was an era where a lot of kits looked like somebody had puked up a packet of Skittles on a shirt, um, whereas this was like the entire opposite. It was it was really classy and, and ridiculously rare. The, the one that thing that's interesting, it's supposed to be an all-white kit, but we never wore it as an all-white kit. So that's the first time we used it, that picture at Bradford, where we wore the home socks with it. We did similar to that later on in the season. And then the next year, when... We got a new batch of them with a black sponsor. We went to Lincoln and wore the maroon away socks with it. And we did that at um, Torquay as well. So we never actually got to wear it as a full kit. And I do have a match one shirt. Of these. It's one Is that of the Paul rare... Jewell on the right? Looks like Paul Jewell. Could well be. But yeah, this is, uh, I mean, track player, this was Lee Ellerington. But in terms of rarity value, there's not much more of a rare match one than that one. No, well, very good. And it's good you've got all your kits just to show on the little, you know, thing there. I Stop nearly now. put, I nearly put that maroon one from that se- those seasons in there. That's a great it's one, a really too. nice shirt. Yeah, and I, I like essentially, we essentially had to have the white one because we are the maroon away. So if you play Bradford, you can't wear either. Yeah, and so that necessitated that third kit. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, uh, my number seven, because as, as I said, we've already mentioned yours, Tom, uh, another white kit. I think this might be the only white kit I've got on my list. Uh, here's Grzycki after scoring a great goal away at Luton. And again, it's just very simple. I think we wore it a lot in the friendly games at the start of the season. So um, I think that's why I liked it so much. We just had a lot of experience uh, you know, playing in it. And uh, I think the amber and the, the black sort of sponsor... Uh, just shows up really well, and I like the collar. It has, you know, a little sort of, you know, black sort of rim there, but uh, nothing too complicated. So I think that's why I like that one. But uh, again, it's also got a, a jacquard weave. It's, you, you don't see it until you're really close to it, but it's got like the shattered diamonds um, umbra weave again, the borrowing mm. from the, the umbra archive. Um, so yeah, it, it can look quite a plain kit, but when you see it up close, it's lovely. Yeah. The, the problem is if we're, if we're going with picking kits because they're iconic, that's anti iconic because oh, yeah, Wigan. Wigan. <laughs> and so I, I often think that's probably what people associate it with, and it's a shame because it's a lovely shirt. Yeah, I agree with that. Tom, your number six, another Premier League kit. It's the is this third or away from 2014? I can't remember. We didn't have a third that season. It's just the away, away kit. So yeah. why do you like this blue one? Um, I just, I just, I'm really a big fan. Like you'll see a lot of Adidas kits in man. I just love, love the stripes going across the obviously the shoulders. Um, I like the obviously the red and white 
underneath the armpits and um i think the sponsor got, works well with the kit as well um yeah i think it's they've nailed it well with, with a blue sort of shirt there i think and yeah that's why i like it mm-hmm. will you want cracking, to mention and also newcastle it'd be, a, well. it'd be a cracking shirt for yugoslavia if they still existed <laughs> yes exactly it, it would almost work for crystal palace you know i think with the red and blue and white maybe too much blue but it's that sort of thing. Of course, ridiculous. I think this this photo is from the time it won at Cardiff. Ridiculous that our away kit was blue, because of course mm-hmm. they had to change it. So, uh, I mean, you know, Les, I assume that sort of, you know, them changing the colour of their home kit is sort of very deeply upsetting for you. Is that something? Or yeah, do you yeah some absolutely. I, I thought it was really funny. There was a point where Assam Alam said, um, "Well, at least I'm not changing the colours of the kit like at Cardiff because that's naughty." Is it? But it it's the same kind of thing. It's the same assault on a club's identity. It's just whether yeah. you do the name, whether you do the, the visuals. Yeah, it was interesting one, this one. I mean, it was a, a simple template kit. Bolton had that template as well. Mm. But um, I like the fact that we had two pairs of socks for it. So we could either wear it with red socks or white socks, depending. So Because I think we wore that at Old Trafford, which we don't often wear in a wear kit at Old Trafford. Um, yeah. but we swapped out the socks, so we didn't, we didn't clash with them. So... It was, it was very basic, but I did quite like it. You know, speaking of Danny Graham, I've got a Danny Graham match worn with that. And, and bizarrely, when it first came, the inside of it was, it looked like somebody had thrown a load of salt inside it. So he's clearly got some kind of a sweat problem. And and all, and all of this sweat had crystallized. And it's like, well, you don't wipe that hard. So where's this sweat coming from? Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. Yeah. I don't remember him being a very. Ridiculous. Wow. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five year warranty. And with a bench full of all star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Will, uh, we've already mentioned it. It's that reverse of the one we've just talked about, the away, the away kit from 2019. Will, what's your number six then? Um, it's a weird one that I'm choosing this, but it's the old 60s kit. Um, firstly, it's such an iconic kit. But it's, it's funny that I like it because I'm not seeing any footage of it in colour. Um, and I've only ever seen it looking a slight grey. Um, I just, it's such a simplistic, basic I kit that I just think there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just sort of the original, isn't it? So if yeah. you don't like that, you don't like the colours of the club. And uh, I think actually the, the uh, collar there is really nice, isn't it? Yeah. What's interesting about that the year before... Um, so the year before, for one season, we we had essentially had the same shirts, but with two with two, two hoops. 
Well, the reason people didn't like it is we wore it with amber shorts as well. It was our first monochrome kit. So in the 60s, um, you know, before the 60s, teams didn't wear monochrome kits. And it was usually because the shorts were made of a different material. So if you tried having blue shirts and blue, like cotton shirts with nylon shorts, they're going to look totally different. But the 60s was about the point where they could essentially make them look the same. And that's when you had Leeds going to all white. You had Chelsea going blue, blue, white. You had Liverpool abandoning white shorts and going red red white and we gave it a go as well but it wasn't popular i mean cotton kits is going to lose color every time you wash it and that one kept getting called the uh, the banana kit but i actually think if we'd have worn black shorts with it i reckon we'd have had that kit for as long as this one because we had this 65 to 69 um i just just found it fascinating that we, we weren't even simpler with it but really it was the shorts people were complaining about Hmm. I think it just shows how much, you know, kits have changed, not just in the design, but there's nothing on that. There's no, there's no numbers. There's no uh, sponsors. Well, there's a number on the back. Hmm. Yeah, but on the front, there's usually lots of stuff, you know, there's a logo, there's, or there could be several logos. You've got like oh, Angry yeah, Birds on the, on the sleeve sometimes. It just, it's nice and simple, isn't it? You could basically, it's like a jumper, but. Not one of these, yeah, you know. Classic. It's the oldest shirt in my collection. Mm. Uh, so Les, um, I'm not sure again what season this is. Is this from the 70s? What could no, this, this is 1984 to 1986. Mm -hmm. At the time, in the 80s, I didn't really like red in the kit because my view was the only red you see on a tiger is if you've shot it. Um, but but in hindsight, this was a really good time to be a City fan. So like the, the club had gone into nearly gone into receivership, it nearly gone bust. You had to sell the North Stand and build a supermarket for the club essentially to survive. It was, the club had been relegated to the bottom division for the first time in its history. It, it was it was horrific. And then Don Robinson breezes in, this bloke from Scarborough that, that owns like fun fairs and uh, he was one of the investors in Flamingo Land initially, and he owns like the Sea Life Centre. And he, and he came in, and he just a lot like a lot like in the way that Adrian has now, which sort of infused a lot of fun into the club and and made the club sort of respectable again. The, the trade off was he had a bit of an obsession with red, and I don't entirely know why. There's a, there's a couple of different reasons for it. And I rang him once and said, "Don, why did you put red in the kit?" And he went, "Did we put red in the kit?" And I said, oh, "I've left it too late." And he's senile now because it was it was such an obvious thing that for like eight years we just put red in the kit, and then as soon yeah. as he left, he went. Um, but this kit is is it's absolutely of its time, mid eighties, V neck, pinstripes. It's got shadow stripes where you've got one gloss. Almost looks gold as well. It almost looks like gold. Yeah, well. yeah. You've got like a glossy amber that's almost gold, and then a matte amber. It, it's just the 80s summed up in kits um, and the hoop socks were, were brilliant as well. So the boots are, the boots are gorgeous. essentially as well, the yeah. first kit that ever got made into a replica. So this is the first replica shirt I owned uh, um, was, was this one. Because we, we had essentially the same design for 82, 84, but it was matte. It was all just one colour with red pinstripes. And then they like refreshed it with a new fabric and they had all of the new technology where they could jackhard weave stuff and they could do this glossy and matte thing. And everybody had that. Everybody either had pinstripes or shadow stripes and we put both in one more kit. Mm -hmm. Very good. Well, it, we're halfway now. We've done five each. So uh, just time to look at some comments. Tiger Tube there's commenting in. He's equally excited about the jacquard weave. Uh, and then Tom's mentioning about how uh, 
it's good that one of those uh, England templates was used for a kit. And you're quite right, that one from 2014, exactly the same as West Brom. When we played them, it did look quite funny. And then uh, Mark's talking about bringing back the Europa kit. I'm not sure which one that is, but I feel like perhaps we might be mentioning that later. Is that right? Yeah, sure. Quite possibly. Okay, right. Well, Tom, your number five, we can just find it, is uh, the 2013 uh, away kit. So, uh, Tom, talk us through this one. In terms of, uh, obviously, I was torn between the one from the 2018 to 19, the one you've you've, uh, you already put up, you know, the black shirt and this one, and I've gone for this one. Um, Purely, well, I like the the way the stripes go across the top again, um, and obviously the Adidas badges also in amber as well. Um, and I, I just really like the shirt to be honest. I just like the simplistic look, and yeah, like I said, I'm a big also, fan of the sort of the Adidas shirts. Also, another shirt with Dick Leeds at Ellen Road. Indeed, yep. good point. I think the only bad thing about this shirt was the sponsor, which was a bit tacky. But that image is from the Doncaster game in the League Cup. Mm. I mean, we were awful that game. But that was the first time we'd ever worn black, amber, black. And it's one of my favourite looks that we've never done it since. We could potentially do it this season, but we've we've never done black shirts, amber amber shorts, black socks. And this was Mm. the first time. I just thought it looked great. Again, got to say, I I don't like that one. Or I don't like it with the amber shorts. It's not a bad kit with the sort of amber underneath the sleeves. I think that's quite pleasant. But I don't know. I just I think feel the, like the worst part of the kit is probably the Empower badges. I'm not a fan of the Empower badges on the other side. Yeah. And they're huge, aren't they? Bring back yeah. Coca Cola. Mm, yeah. All right. Will, do you want to talk about uh, your number five, which is I mean, uh, kind of infamous, really, isn't it? There's nothing you can say much more about this share, to be honest. I mean, it's it's the Tiger Print shirt. Yeah. What years was this from? It was 92, 93, I believe. So that the year yeah. football began, as we all know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it's funny because it's one of those, it is one of those shirts in the world. It's like you either, I think it's one of those shirts you either really like or you absolutely hate. And I will never understand people who hate this shirt personally because I think it's, a, I love it. I love it so much. I just love, it's such a, Obviously, being the Tigers, it's a it's a logical step, but at the same time, to do a shirt with that sort of intricate design is also mental. Especially, mm. I just, what was fascinating I about that period was there was there was a lot of shirts with intricate designs, but they tended to be away kits, and we was the yeah. only that went anywhere near doing that with a home kit. So I thought that was specifically distinctive. It's just a bit much, isn't it? Really? No, um, I think it is. I, think I, don't maybe... think, I don't think it's the best design city kit ever, but it's, you can't argue. No, it's, no, it's not the best design, no. If you, if you try and go on eBay and get one of them, somebody from Malaysia is going to bid a grand more than you and you're not going to get one. You know, that because it's got that yeah. notoriety and, and you know, that we, you've got to remember at the time, we was like a middling third tier club, mm. you know, we were scuffling around in what's now League One. But we all of a sudden had this like international focus on us based on, on what we were wearing. And that's that's really unusual. So it, it has is, to be for It's that. the best example I think we've got of a cult share. Mm. I don't think yeah, we should yeah. do this all the time. I think it'd be too no, much. No, no. We've we've essentially done it, you know, since we did it in 2019-20. We're essentially doing it once a generation, and I think that's 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 right. Yeah, that'll do. Mm-hmm. 
Well, very good. Les, do you want to talk about your number five? Yeah, um, I'm fairly certain that this year's Capra kit is based on this. Uh, obviously, it had stripes on the back, so that does not that. But um, this was the last time we had an Italian supplier prior to Capra, and I don't think that's a coincidence. The, the fact as well that we've got black socks as well as as well as black shorts and and, and black across the sleeves. Uh, for the for the Diodora years, the first couple of seasons, the kits weren't made or designed by Diodora. Um, there was a company called Dewhurst of, of Driftfield, but they also had a factory on Sutton Fields. And so we could actually have the kits made, made here in Hull. And they had the licenses for Patrick and Diodora. But with this one, it's clear to me that Diodora said, OK, you're a championship club now. You've established yourself a championship club. We're going to take over the design. And, and this was the first shirt where there was like a quantum leaping in the improvement in the fit of it compared to the, the, the square cut or the Diodora shirts. This has a really athletic fit to it. The, the details are really premium. It had, it had these like little um, hidden ventilation holes that you can't really see it unless you're wearing it. It just... Uh, it, it was as if we'd been taken seriously by a manufacturer and they said we're going to make it ourselves so um yeah just i just think it, it, to me it, it signaled step up in city's significance to kit manufacturers at the, at the very least i just think this one was a really classy one mm -hmm. very good uh well to actually try and find out what my number five was tom do you want to talk about your number four <laughs> which one is it it's uh Another away kit, is it? Yeah, Ooh. I've got. I've put this one in. I think, um, in terms of obviously Adidas shirts, this is up there for me. I think in terms of the white and black, um, it's unique. And then in terms of the stripes going across the side as well, um, I like the colour and obviously the badge as well. That's yeah, a nice whole city badge and yeah, straight like that shirt. I think it's one of them where you can actually just wear it out like in public and you can go to like a restaurant in it. I think it's just a smart shirt. You know, you, you see the Adidas, obviously, what Adidas, um, the sort of the Adidas classic shirts that are part of these days, and the like, basically similar to this in design with what the collar, but with obviously what the old city badge, but yeah, it's just a very nice shirt. Any shirt that uses the classic Adidas trefoil is instantly better. It's so much nicer looking than the yeah, logo that we've been using since the late 90s. Yeah, be quite right, right. and it, it just speaks to that classic era, doesn't it? I've remembered what my number five is. It's uh, sort of, as I mentioned, one of those kind of very simple, very blocky striped shirts. Uh, Tom, you've also got yeah. this in your list uh, quite a yeah, bit higher than me. Uh, it's yeah, the week one title win yeah. season. And I've got yeah. Gavin White modernly uh, with uh, Captain Louis Coyle. I just thought I'd throw in a player that's a bit you know, different to normal. Uh, yeah. Can you see it on the screen? I can still see the 1981 yeah, yeah. kit. Good. I can see it. Well, Tom, you, you go first with it being so high for you. Yeah, I think it's, I just love how the, I think it's probably one of my favourite home shirts, if not, obviously it's the highest on the list. Um, in terms, I like the block stripes um, and I like how the whole city badge sits within the actual stripe. I think that's quite mm -hmm. smart. Um, and yeah, I just like, that's probably my favourite. Um, I think the only thing that maybe lets it down is the sponsor. But I'm not really a fan of the sponsor or like how it sits on there, you know, the white sponsor. But in terms of everything else, the colouring, the either collar as well. Um, and yeah, I just really like the shirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's I, I the, only people, the only people who saw it in action were Oxford United fans. 
And even yeah. then, we were wearing our away kit that season. I can't remember now, looking back. Yeah, we we were in a white and blue kit when we went to play in, uh, in Oxford and we had fans. Doherty scored, yeah. Um, I but think... that's your archetypal Hull City kit, isn't it? You know, yeah. that's what people yeah. expect. Iconic to touch, look yeah. like. And it absolutely sums up us as a club, I think. Um, I, I like it when we have amber sleeves because it brightens up the whole share. I think if you if you have black sleeves, it can then and then black stripes are the same width. It, it makes it quite dark overall. And when you've got a colour as brilliantly bright as amber, I think mm. you want to ship it off as much as you can. So that's what I appreciate about this: the the amber sleeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't I put this in my tent, but I'm violently on board with other pieces. Yes. Yeah. I think it's just very simple, and it, it it's your stereotypical whole city shirt. Doesn't really do anything. I think it ticks uh, all the boxes for all city shirts, sort of. Yeah, absolutely. And then you know, first league title win in many years yeah. since uh, was it sixty six mm-hmm. or sixty nine? Yeah. So uh, yeah, then sixty six. Then you've sort of got to include it. And then uh, here, I think this is actually on three of our lists. Um, it's perhaps yeah, the other it. sort of cult kit um, that you know people wanted to buy uh, for the, over the last two years. It's the Famous blackout kit here. We have Aliar screwing against Cardiff. Um, who wants to talk about this first? Because I'm sure we've all oh, got a lot to say about well, this one. It was my yeah, number four. My number three. It's probably the uh, stereotypically coolest shirt Hull City have ever produced. Um, as mm. as Les said, it was one of the first. It was the first one in England to actually be worn by the team, um, rather than actually just be a marketing thing. To an extent, uh, it's just mm. I don't. There's nothing really I can just. I think mean, I prefer this version as well with the guy com sponsor. I think it looks nicer with that sponsor. It fits yeah. neater on the yeah. chair. I think. Um, yeah. It's just it's just cool. And this yeah. has come from a very uncool person. <laughs> But I just remember when that came out, and if you got one, same with the jackets at the moment, you know, you were you were popular uh, or unpopular, I guess, because it was just so dis- difficult to get one that you know, people were queuing around for Umbro ones. Or from the I remember, Umbro like, point. fans of other clubs tweeting me and saying, can you get me a whole... And I'm thinking, what? You want me to get you a whole city shirt? And that we're not used to that, are we? we you know, we're, we're, not, yeah. we're not used to neutrals lauding our... Our kits. Um, what's interesting is how many times we wore it. Because we kept it for two seasons. Mm. Across the two seasons, we wore it thirteen times, and you know, most of the time we might wear it away kit four times. Um, mm. yeah, I mean, we wore it at home, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just home. we had quite a good record in it as well. I remember. I mean, we won at uh, Middlesbrough, Coventry, uh, beat Cardiff at home. And then uh, Longman scored in it in two away wins, Blackpool and Rotherham last year. I remember that, got to mention him. So, yeah, I think we actually have yeah. a very good record in that away kit as well. Uh, the last number four we've got is mine. Um, here is actually, of course, Longman uh, modelling this one. Uh, no one else mentioned it, but uh, see, out of the two we've had... See, it was... I could have gone for this one or I could have gone for the uh, amber kit where we got relegated with the sort of tag print on the top because it was kind of odd route. We went from having a striped kit or we have, uh, you know, sort of an mostly amber with a kind of black accent kind of thing. The sash, uh, perhaps it would look better if the sash was complete, but oh, I just like that they were going for something a bit different. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, it was, uh, I'm it not was a proper sash, I'd have liked it a lot more, I think. 
Mm, yeah, I think it like just ruins it a di- bit. Diagonal stripe, but yeah. Uh, yeah, not perfect. But again, I think that one looked much better later on in the game. I said that if that was a training kit, it'd be the best training kit we've ever had. But it oh, doesn't. Yeah, it's a very nice training, training kit. It is a great training kit. Yeah, it's okay. a good garment, but I just don't buy it as a whole city map. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think Will and Liz, your uh, number twos and number three. My number two was the my number two was the blackout one. Yes, we have mentioned that. Leslie's number four was the tiger tiger print one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and just because I can, here's a match one example. Okay. So this one is number three for Will and number two for Liz. Again, you'll have to tell me what season this is from because. 1992. Yeah. So just before the tiger print, Will and Liz, why have you gone for this one it's in the top three? Go on, Will. Oh, um, I think it's similar to what was already said about the League One promotion share. I think it's a very classic example of what a Hull City, Hull City kit should look like. Um, and again, also and any share, yeah, any share of that collar as well is also a bonus. I'm yeah. pleased somebody else has picked it because I, I thought I was being guilty of something I sometimes accuse people of, and that's banging on about missing a certain thing, you know, like old-style goal nets that sagged on the ground or shin pads that were massive and didn't look like Pringles crisps, you know, that kind of thing. And you, and you sort of think, do you really miss that or do you just miss being young? And I was thinking, do I really love this kit or do I, do I just miss being 14 or whatever I was when this came out? But I know I I absolutely adore this. Um, it, it's similar to the the one that we, that we won the League One title in. It, it, it's that archetypal whole city kit. It's got the the, the amber sleeves, so I like that because it brightens up the full kit. You have the thin thin stripes. You've got a lot of black and amber. It had a polo collar. It had a jacket. weave of like repeating parallelograms. They just chucked everything on this kit. And it was the first one we'd had in nearly a decade that we hadn't had read on it. And so we decided to go absolutely classic. And so so for that, I uh, I absolutely love this one. And yeah, jackard weaves are great. They're always going to get in my list if you stick a jackard weave. Can you just explain what that is? Because you've said it a lot and I still don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's funny, you know, I, I sometimes chide people on the internet because any kind of any kind of design, they call it sublimation, and it's not. Sublimation is a very specific thing. So, for example, this kit had both sublimation and jacquard weaving. So sublimation is when you take a solid dye and you heat it up so quickly it becomes a gas, then you press it into the fabric, and when it cools, it becomes part of the fabric. It's not a pr- it's not a print that will pick off, it's part of the substrate. Okay. But jacquard weave is when you, you you essentially twist the fabric so that it, the light bounces on it different, and you can create a pattern with that. So the, the tiger stripes on the Navy Peony third kit, that was achieved by, by doing a jacquard weave. You just twist the fabric, and you can create a pattern within the weave, but it, it's not a print, it's not embossed. It's, it's woven into the fabric, and it, it's quite it's quite an expensive thing yeah. relatively, and that's why it, it tends to have fallen out of use, because it's so cheap and easy to just sublimate print. You know, any print shop can do that for you. They can yeah, I think as well back then, maybe the desire, I don't know if the desire for City shirts was as much as it would be now. I don't know. Maybe that's why. But like in terms of why you probably don't see the big teams doing that sort of thing, is why you said theirs, because there's, you know, they've got to make that many shirts that it was just time consuming, I imagine, doing that. But yeah. 
Often it is just finances. I, I was at a factory yeah. tour in, in area in Italy a couple of months ago, and I'd said we'd we'd had this like period of going back to wacky all over prints. Do you now see us going back to a more sedate? And what their their answer really surprised me. He said, "Yeah, we are going to go back to more sedate, but it's not because of fashion." that's what the big companies are saying you should have because it saves them money and what they essentially mm. said was nike to liverpool you're having a plain red kit you can sell it as it's like the 70s it's like that one you had in the 90s but basically they just didn't want to do anything expensive on that kit they wanted to try and recoup a bit of the money because obviously covid lost a, with the supply mm. issue lost a, lost a lot of companies money um so i just thought that was really fascinating whether it's in we're not putting anything on it you're just having a red kit you market it how you like i just thought that was really interesting that a, a brand could tell a couple of that size mm. don't expect any bells and whistles you're not having them talking about you know sort of merchandise finances you're daring me to bring up this book again um that you only make clubs only make 10 percent of shirt sales and that sort of thing just thought i'd mention that thanks yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the companies that make the shirt sales all mm. of this stuff about you can you can sign a player off shirt sales is rubbish and the, the other thing when people say oh, they've only brought out a third kit to make money whole city order third kits in minuscule numbers they're normally sold out by christmas and they don't bother getting any more so the club mm. doesn't make a massive amount of money from these because they're made in small numbers but that same lazy criticism gets doled out and we've got a third kit to make money not really hmm. yeah fair enough well that was will's number three and les's number two this is going to be will's number two and les's number three so i'll mention it next it's mm. is it 2008 awake it but we used it once in the premier league the season weekly in the cup or at newcastle in the cup with premier league patches on hmm. yeah it's good, isn't it? I guess it's a beautiful shirt. It's, I, yeah. it's the best. I think it's obviously it is on my list. It's the best away shirt I've ever done, in my opinion. Um, I'm in violent agreement with you, Will. <laughs> I just think it's the best white away shirt we've ever had. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I just like it's the that Umbra template, which was again like an England sort of thing. Um, the tiger stripes under the very the small tiger stripes underneath the arms was a nice little touch uh do you know they're not tiger stripes well it's a no, not, diamonds because yeah. because birmingham yeah. had it on their kits too but a lot of people took it to be tiger stripes so yeah, that's it, like, it looks that's close enough i guess yeah yeah it's just i think yeah that's one kits i missed out i should probably put in those numbers and the letters on the back of the shirts there you can see dawson i think those numbers just look really good as well uh, they're, they're probably the best for the, for the efl era i think them so i agree yeah the numbers yeah it's a similar time of the premier league as well like the best numbers that you saw there like 2007 to 8 it's probably you mm -hmm. know where you said like ronaldo and stuff like that oh yeah, yeah. Whenever like City release a white away kit, you always get like a smattering of idiots on Twitter going, "Oh, we look like Leeds," and it's like, "Well, we had away kits in 1904, and Leeds switched to switched to white in 1960." So you know, you you can't they can't adopt our away kit as a home kit, and we say we look like. Yeah, he said. Well, he said he wanted them to be like Real Madrid, but Don Revy played for City as a as a, as a youngster. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he likes City's white wickets and thought Leeds should have them. 
Yeah, quite right. Well, speaking of white away kits, uh, Tom, we, I think we've already discussed this one, but uh, your number two was no, white no. away kits. No, no, it was the blackout. It was the blackout. But I've made the same mistake again. Yeah, yeah, so that's I've already, I've already discussed the blackout. But yeah, blackout's my two. Very professional yeah. hosting for me there. Well, Tom, uh, do you want to mention your your top, your favourite house to get yeah, of all so time? Then? And, it, and it's and it's in the Les's picture there. It's not, it's the first one. It's oh, my yeah. favorite. Yeah, that one. That is nineteen eighty one. All time favorite. Yeah. yeah, I'd love mm. to get my hands on that. But um yeah, in terms it's my favourite. Um of course Adidas. Um sort of like an iconic shirt at that time. I think Adidas was worn by a lot of the obviously the big clubs in the Premier League. But also obviously we the way we sort of made that shirt is is brilliant. Like you you got the collar. Um you've got the two big stripes going on in the middle that I really like with obviously the Umbra. Badge, not umbrella, the Adidas badge and the obviously all city badge on the two stripes, and you've obviously got the iconic stripes going across the the uh, yeah sleeves. I really like it. So yeah, it's my favourite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think the early to mid the early eighties to mid nineties was the peak of sports. I don't mean the peak yeah. in terms of the amount of people that wore them because everybody wears it now. I've seen mums on the school run, but. In terms of in terms of design, I think you know you look at people's feet now, and they're wearing Adidas re-releases of eighties trainers. They're wearing Sambas and, and Gazelles, and or they're wearing Nike re-releases and nineties trainers. They're wearing Dunks, Air Force Ones, Air Max. So I think, with the exception, I'm just talking about a broader sports wearer. I think, with the exception of those Kanye West things that look like Crocs for Turbo knobheads, which is odd because I think Crocs are for knobheads to begin with. Everything else is really backwards. <laughs> if any of you have got Crocs on, I do apologise, but sorry, that's what I think. Um, everything is backward looking when it comes to sportswear, and I think nan- the 1980 Hull City kit is peak Hull City classicness, I think. I mean, look at that. Yeah, you know, it's got it's gorgeous now. I'd love to get my hands on that. Yeah. Fat, yeah. fat amber stripes, the tiger head, the trefoil. Yeah. It's just... I don't know. It's, it's perfection. Yeah, I don't I mean, think it gets better than that. Kappa, yeah, if you think the Kappa tracksuits yeah. were were popular, if Adidas Originals redid this, oh, they'd be yeah. like a stampede leading to deaths in Tiger Leisure. There'd be people who moved about knife point out. It's even a whole city badge as well. I really like the whole city badge. The old, the old whole city badge as well. Yeah. This was mm. one by really nice. both. There's a every time I go in Botanic and whatever your thoughts on Botanic are, there's always a guy who offers me. An extra hundred quid for that every time I go in. I think he's up to like two grand now. But when I die, I don't, that's I don't think me in Viking burial. Yeah, no, no amount of money can sell that. Yeah, I don't think. Never. No. Not ever. no. Cool. Cool. Will, do you want to go with your best ever house city kit? Yeah, my, my my favorite. And this actually goes back to what we started with, where I said a couple of them are gonna be ones that I like because of their time and my favourite Hull City shirt is the 0405 home shirt Um, it's another example of what I think is as we mentioned before the stereotypical sort of Hull City shirt design it's just Mm. block stripes all the way around no difference on that big v-neck and I like just a nice little bit of white trim on the collar and the sleeves there's Mm. not lots to it um, but it's such a such a nice kit and it's obviously Go back. It's a successful kit as well because we actually did well in it. I like the shorts as well. To be honest, the design of the shorts. Yeah, I'm going to take some credit for this kit. Um, when, when, when Adam, 
I know it might sound big-headed, but when Adam Pearson first come to the club and I, I interviewed him as part of the fanzine in his porter cabin outside Bowlesbury Park and said, what's your vision for the kits? And, and he said, I want gold home shirts, which of course irritated, and silver away. And I said, why don't you want stripes? And he went, no successful team wears stripes. I went, what, even Juventus, Barcelona, you know, AC Milan? And he went, okay, fair point. No, no English team wears stripes. And, and so we had striped kits for the first couple of years. And there used to be a thing called the Fans Liaison Committee. It's a bit similar thing to what Ginger Joe's on now. Um, and if, uh, I was at Adam Pearson constantly saying, can we have stripes? Can we have stripes? Can we have stripes? And he went, no, 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 I prefer playing Amber. And I said, you've got to give us stripes for our centenary year. And he sort of thought about it for a while and went, okay, then you can have stripes for your centenary year. So... <laughs> Uh, That's I'm the other thing. Take... Centenary badge as well. It's got a special badge as well, like a mm. bullet. Yeah, 1904 yeah. to 2004. Mm. Very nice. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I've got it as well. Yeah. I do I, think I, the angle was a little bit too dark, but whatever. But it is a great shirt. Didn't feel comfortable to play football in, though. No, I will say the material's not the greatest in the world. Mm. Mm. I agree, though, that white with the collar. I think I'm going to explain this with my favourite. Um, you actually need a little bit of white and a, and a really can good... I guess what it is? Not, can I guess what it is? What, the home kit? Yeah, is it the 2016 17? Oh, no, it no. Ugh! <laughs> Disgusting! <laughs> no, the colour on that one is awful. <laughs> with a kind of... It's funny one he is. I hate that one. No, that would, that's that's low, very low. That's the one you're wearing, not. It's the one I'm currently wearing. Yes. So, again, I, I do like the sort of, I mean, just like Will's there, it's the exact same sort of size and positioning of the amber and the black stripes. I think this is a really good, really, really good. And it's, you know, it is your stereotypical whole city shirt, um, kind of black sleeves. But, um, you know, I, I like the thick amber, but then the thin black stripes i like that there are thin white stripes in between them uh, i think you know white again that's a really good thing i like that Les. the uh see the, the two sleeves. words Les. the two words oh what is it jacquard weave ah it see i was wondering it does have a type of print it does have a tiger print, but it's printed in. And and the thing is, so yeah, what they've done is they've done it. They've achieved it with colour rather than a, a fabric wave. Again, yeah, it's like darker. There's like two shades of amber to give a little bit of texture. And I just really like it. I think the um, uh, it's just a really good example of a solid kit, but done really well. I think. And I like white pinstripes, and yeah. I asked yeah, from all you, what was the thinking about that. I said, was that a nod of the hat to the to the Great Escape kit, where we had white and amber gradiating into each other? And he said that was the original starting point. But also, they thought the white pinstripes gave it like a Brazilian club football look, you oh, know, where a lot yeah. of clubs have got three different stripes. And I thought, yeah, I kind of like that. So it's not not my favourite of of recent, but solid, solid. Mm. Yeah, well, I'll take solid, and then you know, I think it's great. But basically, what I was thinking was, I, I, there's a lot I really like, but I didn't know what to pick as a favourite. So I just thought I have to go for a home kit because I like the home kits. I think we have a really good, recognisable, iconic, uh, you know, colour system that a lot of clubs would wish they have, because um, very cl few clubs have one that no other clubs have that are unique. You know, so yeah, I just thought sort of go for that. 
And uh, yeah, well, we've got to the end of our top tens. Uh, some nice comments there. Taika Tube again, very excited about the uh, the uh, Jackard Weaves and Tim's saying that he enjoyed the trip down memory lane. And that's what kits can really be, I think, you know, remind yourself of the times. Um, here, Simon's asked about a green and white squares match winner uh -huh. shirt. I don't I've not about. heard of this one. I'm going to have a look a look at it on Google. Uh, have you got it? Oh, you got it here. Oh, so it's like turquoise is it? It was the first away kit that wasn't all white. And it was, yeah, green and white checkers. And it was quite oh. good. Um, yeah, simple or colour. The, the problem with it was, because it was checkers, the further away you got, the, the mintier the green got. And yet the, the socks were solid green. And so it meant they looked like a completely different colour, the socks to the shirt. But it was just the optical effect of as you move away from green and white small checkers, it's, it's going to um, it's gonna get lighter. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I like this one. But it always makes me think of a guy, a kid I went to school with called Rich Burdett. And he just bought it and put it on. And a guy in the South Stand put a cigarette through the back of it. And it's one of those things that I, whenever I think of that shirt, I immediately think of <laughs> Rich Burdett's cigarette ruined away from it. What, what's your favourite list like, of all time? Or is that too hard to choose? Like, it is, it is the Adidas one. I mean, that, that's just yeah. before my time. My first season was 1983-84, um, so I, I never yeah. got to see this play it in it. But as somebody who loves that 80s Adidas aesthetic, do you have a favourite non-City kit? Or is that, and that's just too many to choose from, surely? I'd probably go for West Germany's... Italian anti kit with the with the oh, ribbons on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to meet yeah. the designer of that in Manchester a couple of years ago. Uh, I don't think she appreciated me grabbing Alda for a photograph, but uh, <laughs> it, it was really interesting because there was like all these kit geeks at this event had been invited to, and she brought her sons. And I just think they couldn't understand. She was, they were just thinking, well, it's just my mum and she's an old granny. And there was just this absolute wave of love as all these football fans adored her. Because she didn't just do that. She also did the Holland 88 kit. And a lot of people that might say, be, what are the three kits ever? And usually yeah. those two are, are two of them. And this this woman who wasn't even a football fan um, just knocked out these two forever iconic kits. Is that yeah. the Van Basten yeah. one? Yeah, the yeah. Ones that might be my favourite ever uh, football shirt. Yeah. And Ruth yeah. Hollett was at this event, and he said he hated that shirt because he thought it looked like fish scales. And he actually said it in front of her as well. <laughs> oh, I think Blackpool basically ripped that off a few years ago, if I remember, with the sort of faded aspect. Uh, well, I mean, we've sort of touched on a few we don't really like, but do we have a, a least favourite city shirt? Uh, Les, I think I can see a cactus purple behind you. I like the cactus purple. It I was, don't it, hear that, yeah. it was something different, yeah. and I thought yeah. some of the reactions. I got to some clues on the back of that. It, it felt like old yeah. men who were scared they were, they, they were. I don't know. The sexuality was going to change if they wore a picture. I think it won't help. I think I've got his first game was that loss. On top it's of the, the second one, where we managed to not have a shot against us all game, but still lose. Um, yeah, yeah, I and mean, it's like crikey. Um, yeah, but then quite rightly, no, they stopped wearing it. It's the um, it's it's the the one I didn't like was the follow up to the tiger stripe. So, a match winner had stopped supplying us because we never paid them, which is what whole city did a lot in the in the 1990s. And so, we went to another company and said, Can you give us a non copyright violating approximation? 
And what we yeah, saw it was leopard spots and the amber yeah. was like really dark it's like the, the and the thing is as well because when you're having an intricate pattern you've got to remember a football shirt is designed to be recognizable tiger stripes are natural camouflage it does the exact opposite of what you need a football shirt to do and because it was like this ludicrously tight pattern the further away you got the mm. more rusty colored it got and it just looked like a, an old two pence piece and oxford united came to Brunswick park and wore their home kit because the ref didn't think yellow shirts was a clash. So that's totally it wasn't it wasn't even Amber. It was, it was, I'm sure Bobby Adgraff loves it, but um no, it's dreadful. I yeah, that was I mentioned it at the start of this episode. That's not a good one. Not a good it's one. It's a crime against polyester. The should try it up the head. Yeah, I think my one of my least favourites on the top of my head is probably the two thousand nine to ten home shirt. I think that's hideous. You know, the with the pinstripes. And the green like that shirt. part of the sponsor as well clashes with it horribly i agree with yeah. and it's just yeah, too thin yeah i don't like it at all same with the sort of 2016 yeah. one with the flamingo land yeah yeah i don't like that one either it's a sponsor any pinch, i don't like pin shapes like that I, I like the i think it was the one that les brought up was the 2018 to 19 with the pin stripes but it also the stripes as well so it's got yeah. the pins i like that one but i don't like pin stripes on its own it's not a fan yeah quite right yeah. Well, do we have anything else to mention about kits? Uh, we haven't mentioned. We mentioned Always. two of them. What do we think about the the blue one this year? Because I think we some of us liked that blue one from twenty eighteen with the uh, amber accents. I think the one this season's just basically. I think Les, you've got that at the back there. Um, yeah, I, I, it's my favourite of the three. Um, blue's a similar colour of Hull, so I, I don't mind blue kits. I think as an no, alternate. What we tend to do is we tend to have black and amber striped home, white or black away. I think blue, you know, it works really well. Um, yeah, you look at the, the civic coat of arms of the of the, of the city, it's azure yeah. with, with gold crowns on it, and you've essentially just replaced the gold with, with amber. So I, I like it. I think it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, well, Les, uh, it's the Footy Kits podcast you're on. Do you want to just promote that for a second? Yeah, you should listen to the Football Kit podcast. I mean, to be honest, we are tab geeks and, and we go into punishing detail. There's, there's some kit podcasts, it's more about what shirts can people buy this week. So if, you, if you're into collecting shirts just because you want to collect shirts, but we tend to focus on how clubs use them. So we'll talk about mashups and we'll talk about designs and, and stuff. So it, it's hardcore geeky. I, I, I don't know how many people listen to it. I could check the stats, but I don't care because I almost do it for my own enjoyment. I mean, we've, yeah. you know, we've had some incredible guests. We had like Jürgen Rank, who's the lead designer for Adidas. He came on our first one and we've had, you know, we've had a load of designers on and, and really influential people in the industry. And, and so even if it's just me doing it so I can talk to these people, I don't care who listens to it. So, you know, like normally it's like smash that like button, like and subscribe. I don't come out with any of that stuff. I don't care. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Remember to like and subscribe to the To Holland Back podcast. And uh, thank you very much, Tom and Will, for coming on. Thank anyone who voted for us in the FCAs as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so next week is actually our 100th episode. I think we're going to try and get some special guests onto that one as well. So watch out for that because that will be particularly great. And uh, yeah, Tom and Will, thanks for joining me. Les, thanks very much again. I've been your host, Nathaniel, and we'll be back next week to talk about the Southampton match. Mm-hmm.
away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.